Okay, so like, have you ever been rejected? (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, speaking about an intro. No, I've been rejected many times. I've actually been rejected by you. You don't remember. Excusez-moi. Yeah, I'm going to tell you a story that you actually don't even remember. Actually, I'm just kidding. Okay, (laughs) why are you making a face? I'm not making a face. I've been rejected many times by all the crushes that I had in middle school. All the crushes that you had? Yeah. Okay. I told you, like, in the last couple episodes, yeah. I told you how many crushes I had. Like You every... were crushing all the time. Yoni was, like, a ladies' man. Except you actually exactly. didn't get the ladies. <laughs> I always got a crush, but the problem was they never knew it, mm. that I had a crush on them. So you held yourself back. I held myself back because I was just, like, you know, it was, an, it was actually enough for me because I was scared of the interaction. Mm. All I needed was just to have that crush in my class. Yeah. And that was good. She never needed to know. Oh, that's so cute. It's like it was enough for you to just like like her as a person. And talk to her sometimes. And, and like she, it made you tingly inside. Exactly. And, like, that's it. Gave you I actually was too scared to like to like to like be all in the feelings with her. So technically you never got rejected. You held yourself back because you didn't want to get rejected. Maybe yeah. it wasn't that deep at that time. Exactly, and maybe I wouldn't have even got rejected at all because yeah. I was like a, I was, I was, a, yeah, I was, was a, I was a nice guy, you know. You were a cute boy. So, anyways, what about like later in life? Later in life, I never. See, the thing is, I don't know if I like think about like you're in the club, you're at the bar. See, but the thing like... is, with me, I always played it safe. Mm, okay. I always played it safe, so I haven't. Rejection was was not something that I felt a lot because I was always too scared to like really put my foot down and let someone know. So you, but were you scared? That doesn't seem like you at all. I wasn't scared, but I would always just wait forever to let them know. So I would give you all the signs in the world, but I without would, like specifically saying. I never shit. specifically told someone. Hey, I like you, but I would show that shit to them. Mm, I got that firsthand experience right there. Cause <laughs> so I was always, I was all about the actions. Okay. Mm, okay. I mean, you know, they say actions speak louder than words, but sometimes you need the words because sometimes actions can be just actions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but then also, do you just want the words to be no, there no, without no, no, the no, actions? No, 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 But why do you always put it the other way? So anyway, so my story was, <laughs> I always showed people that i cared that i liked them that i loved them like i would do the most Mm -hmm. until they would get i would give you all the hints and then as soon as the person like gives me something back that's when i i um i showed them more and then it and it it always just became a thing yeah and it's not even a thing that it's not it's not explicitly like said or asked yeah it was never like that yeah so that's my um so technically what you're saying is you've never really felt rejection but it sounds fucked up like what what about rejection like not romantically rejection from hmm rejection from friends see my thing have you ever been rejected by someone you wanted to be friends with and they're kind of like yo i don't really like you as a friend i'm sure i have you just can't remember it wasn't like a thing but i just it, it never it never hurt me yeah, it never got to you like to the because point. I I I feel like I always just had friends. Mm. I don't want to sound like that guy. Yeah. I never been rejected. I always had friends, but I really I was always involved in some kind of sport. So automatically, yeah. my teammates are my friends. Yeah. And outside of that, why did I need more friends? I never looked at someone and be like, 
that guy right there is really cool and I want to be his friend. But I what? already had my teammates, my friends, whether it was soccer, skating, basketball. I had friends. Hmm, okay. So getting rejected from a person that I wanted to be friends with, I just can't remember. Yeah, I know. Honestly, I don't want to generalize. Okay. <laughs> but I do feel like maybe it's a thing for more for girls of like reject rejecting each other for like being for wanting to be friends with each other mm-hmm. like rejection and being friends with girls is more of a thing like if i i know that and i've talked to other friends about this and like the reason why it's hard for girls to become friends the way that guys do and you know we've talked about this before of like it's very easy for you to just give someone your number or to ask for their number yeah Like for another guy. Yeah. You know, but for girls, it's like, it feels like you're scared. It's like you're you're giving your life to them. It's like as if you're asking, as if you're like trying to date that person. For some reason, it feels like that. crazy. Wait. It's that intimidating. Before we get into all of this shit. Okay. Welcome to the Pillow Talk Podcast. My name is Yoni Koto. Cue the music, DJ. This is my co-host. Alia. Today, we're going to talk about breakups. We're going to talk about how to get over... Um, not feeling excluded or included. Yeah. So basically anything that has to do with rejection. We can talk about rejection from like life career stuff. From your parents. Yep. From your, I don't know, just like family in general. Yeah. From, from like jobs that you want to get really badly. From schools. I know that's like a huge thing. Exactly. College, society. Like people, Ooh, yeah. there's rejection many. Rejection from society. That's, that's going to yeah, that's gonna be a whole thing right there. So, so um, that's the pod for the day. If uh, I guess like that was pretty obvious. Yeah. But yeah. we do have to introduce. What was wasn't it like a couple episodes ago that we introduced the podcast? It was like thirty minutes into the episode. It might have been like twenty five minutes, and I was like, wait, oh, I think that that might have been the last one. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Anyways, but anyways, welcome we, to the pod, y'all. We yeah. love you. We miss you. We are. How y'all bike. doing? <laughs> so awkward when you talk over each other you love to do that i don't do that on purpose anyways as i was saying um with girls i just think that what holds a lot of us back from being like really approaching someone else that you want to be friends with is they don't want to be rejected by that specific person or you want to be rejected by them and their friends if they they come more as a package but honestly lately i've realized it's like you just gotta say f all of that and like Really take that leap of faith because for some reason it feels like one, and I don't know why it's a thing with girls. Hmm. It's just it's way harder to make friends, and I really think that it's because we have this fear of rejecting one another or being rejected by one another. You mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. So when you get rejected, what do you, but what the, do you actually you know what's the crazy do? thing? Like, I haven't been rejected because I'm just thinking if I get rejected. It's like okay, it's not um, it's not a thing. But Maybe. it's not very explicit rejection. It's like let's say let's paint the picture that we're at a party. Okay, we're at a party and there's people like most people that are there I don't know and I'm meeting them for the first time and I'm trying to make my in. I'm trying to connect with that one person that then will connect me to like all the other people. That's what happens when you don't know somebody mm-hmm. when you don't know anyone at the party. So when you go there and you try to make that 
in, you hope that that person is like, it's not that they literally say like, I reject you. Like, it's not so explicit, <laughs> obviously. I it's more you. like kind of passive aggressive sometimes. Like, girls can be really mean, you know? Especially that, I mean, if they're like, true. why are you trying to talk to me? Like, I don't know you. Like, there are people that are like that. But most of the time, they're not. Yeah, most of the time, I think a lot of the stuff is just in your head. Personally, for me, if I want to be friends with someone, I just... It's, you know you know what's funny? That's not really something that I think about a lot, especially with just being... You know, I kind of want to skip over the whole friends rejection shit because I just don't... I, I don't connect with... I never so, really had that. So, if you don't connect with it, does that mean that we just don't talk about it? No, we can talk about it, but I just don't want to talk... Yeah, I know. Cause with it's no like, experience to it. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, that's kind of it. That's the only thing that I have with, like, rejection from friends is generally just that it's just like it i feel i feel that it has held me back before but very recently in the last couple of months i really feel like i kind of just said like i just put i just put it aside and i was like honestly i have never actually been 100 like in the face rejected and i don't know where that comes from maybe it's from like movies and watching like mean girls or something i don't know but it's a thing so any of you girls listening to this right now, let's get over this stupid thing, okay? And let's just be friends. Let's just talk. I love girls. With, yeah, if you want to be friends with someone, go up to them, talk to them. Everyone is human and everyone thinks about the same shit you think about. And hey, if you offer yourself and then they reject you by basically like giving you that vibe that it's like, you know, I'm not really vibing with you. I'm going to go over here. Then, hey, it didn't work out. Why would you want to be friends with someone that doesn't vibe with you? That's fine. Exactly. And if she didn't vibe with you, then you probably didn't vibe with them. Like, yeah. You <laughs> took the you took the leap of faith and then they weren't feeling it. So you probably weren't feeling it at that point either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is about friends, okay? So now let's talk about the relationship part because I feel like this is where we have the most juice, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to be... No, actually, you were in a relationship, okay? Uh-huh. For example, I can't take myself... Is this myself. a hypothetical? No, this is like a real life shit that happened to me. Oh, okay. I was in a relationship mm -hmm. and the person, that's the first time I actually felt, not even really rejected, I just felt cheated on. I mean, that's like different though. Yeah, but it's also a form of rejection, no? I don't know. I feel like if somebody cheats on you, it can be for a multitude of things, you know, like it really depends on the circumstances. But the feeling the is still the same. The feeling is still like they don't want me, like it's a form of rejection is what I'm saying. Mm. Okay, you know? okay, okay. If that, I mean, I can't tell you how you felt. If that's how you felt, then that's how you felt. You and know? I felt fucked up, but not for very long, probably like two months, like 60 days. <laughs> okay, but that's like a good amount. I feel like, how long was the relationship? The relationship was, first of all, it was long distance relationship. You know that story. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And... I don't know how long it was. It might have been like eight months, the longest ever. Yeah. We met in person before and then we lived in different states, didn't see each other for hella long, but then it became a thing. She initiated it. She mm. wanted it to be a thing. I was like, okay, we were, I guess so. We were good friends. So I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. I was into it and, you know, we got in it and I feel like after all these months, she 
things started to like go downhill a little bit and i'm like yo what's going on i don't know what's happening this is long distance and yeah, i'm yeah long and I'm, distance is hard and i'm loyal as fuck yeah you are i don't care if rihanna is in front of me i'm like cool thanks i'm good <laughs> like literally even my friends sometimes like if we went out and they would do their thing whatever and they'll, they'll tell me yoni you want to see that girl right there she's trying to dance with you whatever i would be like you know what i'm i don't want to yeah because i'm already taken anyways yeah. meanwhile she's she was doing her thing whatever state she was at mm-hmm. it's like it's so crazy thinking about it i've never been a long but i just trusted someone this is when i say i give you the trust from the beginning that's so crazy because like you really you just have to trust them because you don't see them you don't you know have no idea they could be cheating on you every day <laughs> oh my god you would never know yeah so you uh, got cheated on. You found out. I found out. She blocked me and she, you know. It was a whole mess. <laughs> yeah. Can I just tell the story really quickly? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So one day, my uh, Abdul called me, my friend. And he's like, yo, Yoni, I don't know what your girl is doing. Because she wanted to follow everyone that was that around you're... me. Yeah. You know? Like your friends. Right. And Abdul calls me. He's like, hey, Yoni, I don't know what your girl is doing right now. But she just posted someone on her Instagram. It's this guy. So go look at it. I don't know. Maybe it's her nephew, whatever like that. Now looking back at it, he just wanted, he just wanted to make it easy on me. Yeah. Okay. You know, which I appreciate because he knew how much like I I was really in this relationship. Yeah. And okay, I go to Instagram. This is like, I don't know. I'm not gonna say what year exactly. But like, like a while year. ago. Right. Yeah. And. So I go to Instagram and I can't get on her page. Mm. So I'm like, oh, you know what, Abdul? Let me call you back because um, I think Instagram is just not letting me be on the phone and get on Instagram <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> That's how unexpected this shit was. Yeah, for you're me. like trying to figure out an explanation. Yeah. So, but I really didn't know. I really so I hang up with him and then I go to the page. Long story short, I'm blocked. Right. So she <laughs> blocked me out of nowhere. I'm like, oh shit. So, but she she blocked my sister too. But she she blocked everybody except Abdul, right? Oof. But she forgot, you know, she forgot yeah. one person. She thought I was good, right? Nope. Dang. So, anyways, I call him back. I was like, "Yo, Abdul, it is what it is. I'll call you later," you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, like you gotta give him confirmation. Like, yeah, there's some shit going down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, she um, I think she was like on vacation or something, and then she comes back. And once I found that out, I didn't text her. I didn't reach out at all. It's been like a week, right? Like you didn't make it a thing. No, at all. But I already knew what happened, mm-hmm. right? Oh, and he screenshotted the photo. So oh, I saw it. Of course. Yeah, because okay. I couldn't get on it. Anyways, so he, um, she comes back from vacation, which was still not in my state. She was just some doing a vacation somewhere else, mm-hmm. right? So she gets back home. She's like, hey... Um, she was like, hey, babe, I didn't want to uh, reach out to you. It's been a while. We haven't talked. But you also didn't reach out to me. Um, Yo, you're in a relationship and you didn't talk in a week? Yeah, she was like, you know, I was, and I was like, I know what you, I know what you're doing. She thought I had no idea. She called me babe. Mm. She was like, hey, babe, it's been a while. I almost threw up. I was like, this is, not, this is. There's no way this is happening right now. Yeah. Anyways, I told her exactly everything that I knew. And then she just responded with the crying, laughing emojis. Like with like, the whole page was just the laughing emojis. 
I was like, this is some evil ass shit right here. What? Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. Long story short, you know, this this happened and obviously you guys broke up. <laughs> yeah. But you know, you know why? Actually I said two months. It might have been like a month that it took me like to, to get over it. Mm-hmm. What I you know what I realized something about myself is that when somebody does that to me, it just shows me how ugly and how like nasty you have to be to do something like that to someone that was loyal to you. Yeah. That it turns me off completely. Completely, I'm not like hurt. Like I, I'm missing a good person. Yeah. That like it didn't take you that like for that reason. You didn't. It wasn't that hard to get over. It, it, it wasn't because I was like, yo, this is nasty. Yeah. This is disgusting. I'm like I was almost mad at myself that I was this loyal. Yeah. To this person. So yeah, and that's it. I always felt like I I I deserved better. So when I think about it like that, I just get over that person and then that's it yeah and i feel like with everyone should should, if you ever deal with somebody cheating on you like that you should always know that especially if you were the good one yeah it might hurt for like a couple days maybe a week maybe a month but always just remember that you're way better than that person yeah i still think though that like every situation is different you know because you guys got together like it's different because let's say we went long distance and then, like, one of us did some crazy shit. Like, it wouldn't be that easy to move on. No, it wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that was... I, I'm just saying that, like, with cheating and, like, all that stuff, I think is very particular to the situation. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you can always still... I mean, but this would be... if this were If this would happen to us, that would be, like... A mistake that someone made and you have to like figure out what to do how to move forward from there mm-hmm. but with that other shit i mean it wasn't very long that we were together that's what i'm saying so it's like it was and also was like just, long distance you guys started the relationship technically long distance and also understand you know like long, long distance is not easy yeah i, I would never do long distance again i can't imagine doing that shit like at least if you do long distance it's like you got to do with somebody that you've been together for like a while exactly it's not like you met and then a couple weeks later something you go long distance you can't do that it's not gonna last don't ever do that shit bro if you if you're listening to this shit right now and you're doing that i mean hey maybe it's working out great for you but i just think it always works out great you we always think it is yeah the problem is you don't know what that person is doing and especially if you guys didn't live together or had like a life before it became long yeah. distance because trust takes time to build exactly you know I mean? so how are you just trusting out of the blue yeah you're just trusting this person who is on the east coast and you're on the west coast and that they're just not no i'm not doing that again yeah ever again sorry i just really had to get into it <laughs> you got into it <laughs> So what about when you haven't been in a relationship for a long time, like rejection at initiation? Mm, You know what I'm saying? Rejection at initiation. So like rejection, like have you you ever actually explicitly asked a girl out like, can I have your number or like any of those lines or any of those things? Yeah. Or like, hey, do you want to dance? And like the girl didn't want to dance or like something. Hey, can I get you a drink? Did you ever do that? I did, but I just don't remember the times where 
And I know it happened. I just can't give you an example of when okay. it happened. But you remember being rejected. I remember being rejected, but I also remember, like, I never, I don't know, like, with the with the whole girls thing and trying to, like, who, who can I date and who, who can I go after to me? It was kind of like a, a fun thing to do because I was I was always so focused on like maybe sports or something. <laughs> no, for real. So the girls thing was just like an extra thing. Somebody rejected me. I was like, okay, fuck, I got a game tonight. I got, I don't know. I always yeah. had something to keep my mind off. Like of. you had some other stuff going on to where like playing the game with like getting girls or like going on dates or whatever else wasn't like a, it wasn't like a important thing yeah, on your list that's why i haven't had many girlfriends in my life yeah yeah, yeah. i never had a lot of partners like this is this is maybe like my you're probably just like my third partner that i've had like serious one yeah before that i was just like okay she rejected me don't care okay cool like I don't know. I'm sure I've been hurt before. I don't want to sound like I'm just like, I yeah. don't have feelings. But it so. was never like, there isn't a distinct one that you remember like 100% for sure that it was like, it hurt you. No, because it didn't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've definitely, I I definitely had experience with rejection. Um, and it was like a prolonged kind of rejection that was like on and off with this one person do i know this story i don't know if i mean you do know this story but um but to keep it short basically i was trying to basically make this person like fall in love with me because i was really like now that i think about it i wasn't necessarily like in love but i definitely had like lust for this person Mm. like i just it just became this like obsession where I just wanted this person to like like me back and want me. Like, would you wake up and think about them? Yeah, all the time. I was like obsessed. Shit. Yeah, and to think about it like that, it was like it wasn't actually like a healthy thing that was happening. Mm. But either way, I kept in a way getting rejected because that person for sure 100% knew how I felt Mm -hmm. and we were like physically intimate with each other Mm -hmm. like multiple times and every time it's like I felt like oh this is gonna be that one time that they're gonna fall in love with me and then boom rejected again and it was like no I'm not into you like that whatever and it's my own fault oh 100% like I just put myself back in that situation over and, and over, over again and got rejected and heartbroken over and over again each time. And it that really taught me a lot. It taught me a lot about like my own self-respect, first of all, and my own like like what I deserve basically. But um yeah, so that I would say that like that's my biggest like experience with rejection when Mm. it comes to like relationships and stuff yeah but a bigger and probably like the biggest rejection in my life was always with my career when i was trying to like become a dancer Mm -hmm. and for me it was always i was always constantly being rejected based on my physical appearance because it wasn't what other people thought that it should be and even though I was really hard worker and I was like talented and people told me that I 
like am doing really good or that I'm like, you know, dancing really well or my technique is really good or whatever. It didn't matter how hard I tried to lose weight or to change my body or to do anything. It never worked. And each time I tried over and over again for this role, for this part, for this thing, for this other thing, like 90% of the time I got rejected and 90% of the time I was told no, but I kept going and I kept trying. And eventually, I mean, now obviously I'm not dancing anymore, but that is probably like one of the most influential rejections of my life that happened over and over and over again. And for that to happen for a long time. Yeah. And for that to happen when you're young, like young from, I started feeling that type of rejection from when I was like 10 years old to 21 or 20 sorry there's sirens there's always some shit happening right yeah um that is like some of the most formative time of your life when you're like becoming yourself and i was just constantly told that i that the way i am naturally was just wrong damn so it really like got in my head and it's still something that i i struggle with on a on on a day to day, but it's something that I'm obviously still trying to overcome, and I think I've I'm making progress. But like, damn, that world is is full of rejection. It's like the very, arts and dance shit is just like reject. But it's <laughs> but it's very extreme. <laughs> Remember is. what I always told you that you come from that world, and the the way you view yourself in this in the regular world. Yeah. Nobody thinks of you like that. I know, but you have but to... But you still almost kind of like see yourself it's like so that. It's so internalized. That's what I'm saying. It's so internalized that You come someone, from a world where you don't... They tell you not to eat. Yeah, they tell you... But that's the thing. They're technically not allowed to tell you that because if they tell you that, you can sue them. So nobody really said that you shouldn't eat a lot. Or you should eat less. Or okay. you should do like any of this. They, could, they weren't allowed to tell you that. So what did they say? And they weren't really allowed to tell you like, oh, you're fat. Or like, you need to lose weight. They had to say very like, you know, maybe you should do like a little bit more cardio. Or like, it was kind of like indirect implying basically that you need to lose weight. Uh-huh. Or that anytime you would ask. Like, I thought that I was like perfect for this role. Or like, I thought I did really well for this thing. Or like, I feel like I never get any parts. Like anytime you, anytime you ask anybody, like, why aren't you getting anything or whatever? They would always say the same answer. They would always be like, your body's just, your body's just not the right body for this role. And it's just, they want someone who's taller. or They wanted somebody who's smaller. Or like the costume wouldn't have fit you. Some shit like that, you know? Yeah. And yeah, so I would say that's like, that's my biggest experience with just feeling of rejection. And that's a pretty serious one. That's more serious than all that other shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, way more. But I think that it's only made me stronger, you know? Oh, 100%. And I am so proud of you today. Oh my God. No, I am. (laughs) Remember, I met you right when all that shit was happening. Yeah. You met me when... All of that was happening, and I was also, like, injured, so it was a lot of things, like, so much things, so many things are, like, out of your control. Most, in most things in life, even, yeah. even like, let's talk about school, for example. You know, okay. being rejected, like, have you ever been rejected when it comes to, like, basketball? Yeah, oh my god, yo, I gotta tell you a story. What? Damn. 
This is something I've been rejected. So I went to a different school, right? right. I was in Atlanta. Okay. Okay. And I took the Greyhound bus mm. to go to a different school in Alabama. Oh, wow. That's long. Yeah. It was like some basketball program shit. I went there and and we played against that school before. Okay. They were really, really good. Like one of the best in the... In so the you're region. trying to get on that team. On that team. Okay. And you know, everything was arranged already and I went there, right? Mm-hmm. I go there. Usually it's about two weeks that you, you know, you see... You sign up for classes just for the time being there, okay, right? to like try out for Yeah, exactly. You're trying out. So while I was at my uncle's house in Atlanta, um, trying to figure out, you know, what the next school would be or whatever, I I wasn't working out. I wasn't working out. I didn't run. I was just chilling <laughs> okay. for, for like two weeks, right? Okay. Like you're just at home. I was at home going outside, but I wasn't like working out. Yeah, like you weren't playing. Like I, yeah, every I day. got out of my rhythm. Right? Okay, cool. Opportunity presented itself. Greyhound bus to Alabama. I don't know how many hours that was. Right? Mm-hmm. It was pretty long ride. I get there. The coach was cool. Everybody. I remember some of the players because we played against them before and mm-hmm. all that. So I made friends pretty quickly. I was cool with everybody in like the first couple of days. Yeah. Okay. And typical Yon. And. After two weeks, so long story short, first couple practices, I'm like, I couldn't really get my legs to get going like I usually play. Mm. I couldn't even dunk the ball at all. But everybody's dunking on that team because everyone is good. Okay. So everyone is dunking when we're doing the layups. I'm like, yo, I, I really felt like the worst player there. Damn. But that was the time for me to really show how good I was. Yeah, it's like, this is your opportunity. Yeah, if you want to make the team. And that team was already good. Mm. But they had me there for a reason, you know? So, anyway, so first practice was bad. I played so bad. I airballed. I couldn't shoot. I couldn't dribble barely. It was so weird. And that's on top of just the nerves that I just had. Yeah. Because, like, you know, you're being watched. Because it's one thing to be ready and feeling nervous. You can still perform. Yeah. So, anyways, first practice bad. Second practice bad. Third practice, even worse, because now I was sore for those... For, because oh, of those. my God. So now I was really cramping. Yeah. But I never told them anything, you know? They don't care. Yeah, I'm not going like, to tell the coach, hey, coach, I haven't played in two weeks. I'm, they don't care. Yeah. You come here, you better be ready. If anything, they're going to be like, why? Exactly. So I didn't tell them anything, and I looked so bad. And after two weeks... After two weeks, the coach calls me. He comes to our locker room. He says, hey, Yoni come to my office everyone's like oh shit Yoni, what did you do nobody has i'm cool with everybody already. wait so after two weeks you were still there trying out yeah after oh, two okay. weeks i was still in the practices and you know doing the workouts right okay but i but, but i still haven't got back to my shit yet i yeah, was yeah, you yeah. know and i was so frus- frustrated yeah so i go to the coach's office and he uh sits me down he's like hey yoni um i can see you're a really good player I was like, oh, fuck. I already knew where this was going. Yeah. Because you knew yourself, like, I haven't been performing well. Yeah, I knew it. But I thought maybe, I don't know, maybe there was going to give me a longer time period. Yeah. I don't know. He was like, you, um, you're a good player and I can see your potential. But I think a player like you deserves to be on a team and actually get some playing time. If you stay here, you're not going to play very much. 
you know what? That might be the first time in my life that I really felt rejected. Ooh. Okay, but so what was he basically saying? Like, you're going to be benched? Because why? Yeah, because, because I'm just not playing at the level that I'm supposed to be playing at. Mm. And I still didn't tell him how I was feeling. And I was sore. My legs was just... Like, at that two-week period, I was just getting to get... You know, I was just starting to feel it. But it still but wasn't... Like, if you join a team and you start on the bench, can't you eventually, like, move off the bench? Like, eventually, once you get back in it and they see... But I was so bad in those two weeks <laughs> that they were like, I don't even know why this guy's here. <laughs> no, literally. Damn, that's so crazy. And it was my own fault. And so, and I just learned to always be ready. Yeah. Always be ready. No matter if you don't know when the next opportunity is, just be ready. I don't care if it's about school shit or job or or you always just have to stay ready. Yeah, because you never know when an opportunity is going to present itself. That taught itself. me such a huge lesson. And I told him, thank you for the opportunity. And he said that, the, they already arranged my return bus oh. to Atlanta. <laughs> and they said, you'll have the Greyhound bus ready for you. Um, I think uh, it was like that next Monday. It was like a couple of days after. And <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. I was like, all right, thank you. I went back to the locker room and I told everybody. And they were like, damn. Like, they knew I wasn't. And I did tell the players. Oh, yeah. And I was like, you, you'll get it back, you know. But... Then I told him that I, I wasn't making the team, and I and I really felt rejected. I was like, "Wow, like I'm not good enough to be here." Even though you actually knew that you were, you just didn't have it in the bag. Like yeah. you just didn't have. Yeah, it was my fault. I totally fucked it up. Damn. And but then uh, I went back to Atlanta. The bus ride was the longest ride ever. I was oh, just yeah. looking out the window. Did you cry? Yeah, I cried. <laughs> I would have cried. No, no, I did on the bus. I I cried because I was like. I was so mad at myself. Yeah. You know, and this is like coming from Belgium and I'm just far from home. I was just thinking about all this different shit. Yeah. I was like, yo, I'm out here trying to make shit it's like, happen. like, this is what I'm, I came here for and I yeah. fucked it up. Yeah, and I yeah. fucked it up. But yeah, things happened, you know, find a different school and I was ready and everything was all good. But man, you have to be ready. Yeah. And I think that is just something that you should have ready. Like, just even... Like with any kind of job or careers, like I know that I know that thinking about your resume and all this stuff is like really annoying. But I think it's like you never know when an opportunity is going to present itself and somebody's going to ask like whatever if you're especially if you're maybe like a creative person specifically is like having your work like updated ready to go to like present to somebody like you never know when somebody's gonna reach out and they're like oh yeah let me see your stuff and then you you don't want to be like oh yeah i don't really have it like ready that's like the worst that's how i felt with my website too yeah it's like you really have to be like ready and prepared to you just never know when something's gonna fall in your lap yeah that was the biggest lesson ever yeah and that was I was like a sophomore, maybe going on to junior year in high school. Mm. <sighs> Yo, I really cried though. Damn. But yeah, anyways, right. lesson learned. Should we um should we get into some questions? Let's do some questions. Or actually, is it questions or people? people... It's bo- it's both. It's yeah. everything. Let's just get into it. Let's get yeah. Let's get into the into you guys' stuff. All yeah. right. All right. This person said, "How do you heal from heartbreak your parents caused you?" <sighs> heartbreak your parents caused you yo you want to go first (sighs) 
Well, what did you do? I think. <laughs> Well, no. Heartbreak, your parents caused you. That means like oh, your parents they did, right. did something that broke your heart. Yeah. I think, I'm pretty sure we mentioned this before, but I, we often think of our parents and look at our parents as like, Superheroes. they're perfect. They're, yeah, they've got it all together. But you know, the older I get, the more I realize my parents are still like kind of kids. Hmm. like they're just older kids kind of yeah like they're, they still they're just have older. like things that they need to like you need to work on this yeah like i would have conversations with my mom or my dad and one of them specifically i would just realize as i'm talking to them like just different aspects about them and their personality mm-hmm. and like Yo, you really got to get over this specific thing. If it's like maybe that you get angry really fast or maybe that it's really hard for you to hear other people's opinions when they counter yours or maybe that, you know, like not to put my mom on the spot, but she's very um, specific about like getting old and she hates the fact that, you know, she's like getting older and stuff like that. And that's definitely something that's very big for women that we're, it's constantly the pressure of like you got to stay young and blah 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 and i always like try to tell my mom and explain to her like like you should you should just embrace and i know it's easy for me to say that that you should embrace who you are and blah blah, blah. but i just realized that like no like age like whatever age you're at nobody's perfect everybody has so much shit to work on yeah all the time everybody everybody even your parents yeah so I don't really know like specifically about this situation because it's kind of hard to explain because I don't know like if we maybe knew the circumstance. Yeah, but I mean, hmm, I'm I'm just assuming their parents probably did something that they really hated. And I don't know. I mean, my brain straight up goes to forgiveness. Yeah. Because they're just like, they're just people. So you forgive them and you talk about it because at the end of the day, they're still your parents. Now, it's kind of a, I don't really have a real answer for this because obviously they probably did something very specific to that person. Yeah. So it's like, if we had more details, we could have like maybe went into it a little bit. But I do think that, I do think that there's something to be said about like, at the end of the day, they are your parents. They did a lot for you. So I do think that if they did something specific, that really broke your heart or that really hurts you or that really like broke your trust or whatever i do think that they deserve like at least being able to like say their side of the story yeah you know yeah all right somebody said have you ever gotten rejected from all your dream colleges i have and it hurts um no so i've actually only ever applied to one college and mm-hmm. got into that college so but I, it wasn't like some prestigious shit. It wasn't like yeah. Yale or whatever. I wouldn't even, that's the thing. I would even try to go to those schools because I've never been like that kind of school person. Like I yeah, didn't, I didn't here. grow up with like, oh, I got to go to like Ivy League. I just, I mean, for the longest period of my life, I didn't even think that I was going to go to college until like pretty recently. Yeah. So, yeah. Same for me. I mean. The only way for me to go to college in America was through basketball. Yeah. So, 
since that didn't work out, that was going to be like my vehicle to like you know get a scholarship and then go to college. But yeah. but there are, there were like specific colleges with like a really good basketball team that you wanted to go to, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And I mean, this is actually right on topic. Speaking of rejection, um, I'm sorry. This is another story. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> After high school. I flew down to Daytona Beach because I was going to go to a school out there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was one of the, like, best schools in Florida in, like, the bas- in the specific basketball division, right? Mm-hmm. So, we- wait, did I ever tell you this story? I don't know. Okay. So, uh, my friend lived in Daytona Beach at the time. So, we go to the school and in the parking lot, and I was always, a, uh, like, a skinny kid, right? Mm-hmm. In the parking lot, I see, like, everyone is coming to the gym for this specific two-day training to make the team. Oh, okay. And everyone is, like, taller than me. They look stronger than me, bigger than me. And I was, just, and I told my friend, like, yo, do you, do you think I can actually make, the, like, w- without even seeing anybody play, I was like, there's no way. Yeah. But I knew I was a good player, so I had confidence. I go in there. It was two days. The first day, we do a bunch of drills and workouts and then the second day was when we actually played the games to see who's good in game situations. Right. So, okay, we get separated, we get our teams, and then we start the game. And as we're playing, I'm like, wait, I can actually play with these guys. <laughs> like, I'm not, they're passing the ball back to me as if, like, they were looking for me to make something happen, right? right? right, right but right. then I wasn't, I'm not saying I was the best player. Yeah. But I definitely feel like you were reliable. I belonged there. You f- yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we kept playing and I'm scoring, had a couple mistakes and every single mistake that I made, I was like, this was my chance. They're not going to take me because everyone is watching. Mm. And I think there were about 72, 73 players total in that gym. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. And the coaches, there were like four or five coaches there and they were only going to pick maybe seven players. That, that, that was like going to be the first cut. Yeah. Okay, so seven players out of the seven, maybe eight players, I don't know. So anyways, we played the games, we won two games, we lost two games. I didn't feel anything. I knew I played good. Yeah. I definitely felt like I belonged there, but I wasn't, I, I didn't know if I was going to get picked. Yeah, 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 because there's also a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot of people from all over the country. Mm-hmm. So anyways, now the coaches tell us to, you know, sit on the floor all across the gym in like a straight line, right? And then mm-hmm. he says, okay, this is the part that that's, very hard for the coaches but we have to tell people to go home we appreciate everyone from coming and all of that and i sat all the way at the end like there were maybe two or three people after you yeah so they start from the front they skip a couple people they point at you you have to get up and go put in your information your name and all that stuff Mm. right once he skips you in the line you're not it. You're not in. You just you might as well just pack up and go home, right? Yeah. So anyway, he he gets to like number like number five out of the eight that they needed to pick, and I still wasn't picked out because I was I was all the way at the end. Why would you put yourself all the way at the end? I don't know. Like I didn't. I thought they were gonna start on my side. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyways, and then they and then like for the last two, they point like my direction, but I I didn't think they picked me. I thought they picked the guy like behind me. So I was like, yo, bro, they they picked you. So he gets up. And then the coach says, no, no, no. We picked number. I forgot what number it was. Yeah, but the, yeah. you know, So he chose me. I was so happy. I got up. I was like, this is crazy. But I actually... So in my head, I felt like I made the team. And this is a really good school. Yeah. Okay. 
we go, we put the information in. So now all the other players that made the team, we all kind of like automatically became friends. I fill in my information. I put Yoni, you know, from Belgium, went to this high school and all that. And then, you know, turned it in. So then I'm just talking to the other players, getting to know them, where they're from, stuff like that. I thought this was a done deal. Yeah. And the coach comes, you know, he said, hey, Yoni, come over here. So I'm thinking, oh. You know, they like me. He's going to tell me you made it. You're a good player. <laughs> yeah. So then, you know, I get there and he's like, he, I see you're from Belgium, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm from Belgium. You know, I kind of tell him a little bit. Yeah, you were like, I can't wait to tell you my story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I couldn't wait for them to get to know me, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he started shaking his head. He was like, man, I'm so sorry, but we already have two international players on the team we cannot have a third one that's like a rule they have oh yeah i remember this story now and i was so heartbroken but i was very sad but at the same time my confidence went up so much because i was like at least i know i wasn't it wasn't because i wasn't good enough yeah you know what i mean so damn but think about like But man, maybe I, how life dif how different life would have been if that wasn't a thing oh, you made that team totally I probably wouldn't even be here. Yeah, I probably would never met. It's so crazy how one day can change your whole life. Yeah. So, anyways, um, that was another form of like rejection that I had, but it was it was actually. But there good. was a silver lining to yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Wow, I have stores today. Yeah, you have hella stores, <laughs> but hey, I'm enjoying it. Um, yeah. All right. Someone said, "Friend breakups are worse than breaking up with your significant other. How to deal with it." friend breakups i don't necessarily agree with that i don't i feel like maybe when you're younger that you have like very tight-knit like friend groups or friends to where you're like spending all the time together and you're doing everything together and i don't know like i personally obviously like any of the friends that I have now, if for some reason they just no longer wanted to be my friend, that would obviously like bother me and hurt me. And I would be like, like I would want to know why. But I also think that we're adults to where we would actually have a conversation about it and we would yeah. probably work it out because I don't think I'm a horrible person where like anything that I have done or like would do would be like so horrible that a friend would no longer want to be my friend. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. So it sounds very like dramatic. So I don't know why would a friend ever like break up with you? They have to, I mean, first of all, I don't, I think uh, a breakup with your partner, your significant other is worse than a friend breakup. Yeah. Because I don't know. I mean, a friend breakup, I don't, how does that, how often does that happen? Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I don't know. I mean, like, hey, we've been friends forever and you said this and now I'm no longer your friend. It takes, it takes one person in the friend group to like do something messed up. Somebody recently was just telling me a story about actually like a friend breakup that they had, kind of, hmm. but it was like one person did something that the, the other person said, I can no longer be friends with you because you did this. Hmm. you know what i mean 
But I feel like that doesn't happen very often. But it for me, it would have to be something like that. Yeah. It wouldn't just be randomly like, hey, I kind of don't want to be friends anymore. That's very random. That, I feel like this is very random, very rare. But how to deal with it, if that does happen to you, try to, like, I would say first, like, talk about it. Like, talk about what, like, why. You but know? a friend breakup doesn't always necessarily have to, to do with what someone did or That's didn't true. do. Sometimes you can just move to a different country or a different state and we just not connected anymore. Yeah. That could also be a breakup. I mean, what what can you do a solution for that? Just call each other. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Somebody said, why does rejection feel like such a personal attack? I feel so abandoned and not wanted. Because you always want to be a good person. You always want to feel like... You belong. You belong. You always want to feel like people like me. And especially if you know that you're a good person. Yeah. So then when you get rejected, it's it's so confusing. It's like, how? Yeah. Like, what? Like which part of me don't you like? What is it? Did I say something bad? Is but it often it's not even that deep. No, some t- most of the time it is that deep. Because no, I'm you- saying from the other person, like the person that rejected you. Most often, they don't re- like they don't they don't analyze you so deeply that they they reject like something very deep inside. Yeah, you. that's true. You know true. what I mean? Yeah. Damn. But it's also just because as human beings, like socially, we we are social animals. We need to belong. It's like one of our needs, like our needs and our desires, like just as an animal is like we need to belong to a community somewhere to people somewhere something. i don't care what anybody says because you know how you have some people who said i can be by myself i don't need anyone i don't need to belong anywhere i belong in within myself yeah at some point you're gonna be like yo nobody's around me yeah all right somebody said if you had a breakup how did you recover for me it took me over a year to get over it how did I recover? I um. I never had a breakup. Well, actually, I did have a breakup, but I initiated the breakup. See, that's different. So you don't have I to recover like, from that. Bye bye. <laughs> yeah. No, if somebody breaks up with you, honestly, I think what I would do is, I know it sounds very cliche, but I would focus on myself. <laughs> I would find a hobby. If you don't already have a hobby. Go do that shit every day. Surround yourself with your friends. Yeah. And also just try to think about the relationship and actually ask yourself what happened. For me personally, I always like think about the things that I did. Yeah. Instead of pointing finger. Well, she didn't do this and he didn't do that. I always think about. Except could if, I, if the breakup was really about the other person and what they did though. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. But I never, if, if somebody if somebody wants to break up with me. I was never the type to argue about it or like go back and forth about it. Try to convince him to not break up. Because with you. if you if you tr- if you're truly not happy in this, it's gonna suck. But you have to let that person go because you yeah. don't want to think about how weird that sounds. If you want want to convince somebody to love you again, yeah. Like no, but I want I want to. Like, what do you even say? You don't convince somebody if somebody doesn't want me. This is where it ends. Yeah. But a lot of people will disagree with it and they're going to be like, you got to fight for what you want. Yeah. Yeah. I think that... I can't fight. If somebody tells me that they're not happy and they don't... And 
obviously I'll try to fix it. Yeah. And understand like where they're coming from. Yeah. Obviously that that's going to be my fight, quote unquote. Yeah. But if it's if it has nothing to do with that and it just has to do with feelings, I have to let you go. I agree with that. I also think that if you need to move on and how to deal with it, the best way find something else. Like if you really can't move on and I think the best way to get over someone, to get over not even a relationship, also a situationship that you're in, the best way to move on, in my opinion, is to find somebody else that you can kind of like get yourself distracted by, mm. in a sense. Or just hang out with your friends, honestly. Or that too. But, but it's very easy to, it's like I can't, because you hang out with your friends all the time. Right, you're right. But it's not the same. You need that romantic, you need that physical thing. Yeah. So, yeah. This next person said, rejection and heartbreak actually always push me to work hard on myself and be happier. Mm. See, that's a whole different perspective. Yeah. But you just can't ignore the hurt. Yeah, yeah. Because that's a real thing as well. Yeah, no, yeah. But it does motivate you like, okay, cool, I'm just going to focus on myself. I probably should have been doing that anyways. Yeah, and I think it's important to like, you know, even though I did just say, go find yourself someone else. Mm Mm-hmm. I also do think that it's important to know how to have fun and enjoy your own presence by yourself. Like, ask yourself right now, would you be able to go and have a full day by yourself out in the city or wherever you're at and do little things and go there and go here and have a meal and do all these things by yourself? And could you still have fun if you do that by yourself? I think that's really important. Yeah, you could do that right easily. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, same here. All right, someone said, how do you fight sad moments? How do you fight sad moments? You, can I, can I answer this? <sighs> yeah. Just be in it. Yeah, that's what I do. Be in the sad moment. The moment you try to ignore it, avoid it, not think about it. You have to think about it the most you can. <laughs> and sit as deep in it that you can. Until you're tired of it. And that's when you're actually tired of it. And you won't feel that shit again. Honestly, that's so true. And I must say, some, like, I, if I get, like, frustrated or sad or whatever, which happens, I mean, I don't get sad very often. I just get very frustrated or, like, annoyed or stressed or anxious. I know where this is going. Go ahead. I don't know if you know where this is going. But I was just going to say that when I do feel this way, I do usually have things going on in life so i gotta edit up gotta record a podcast or i have to do homework or i have to you know work or whatever it is so you don't get most people don't get the luxury of like i'm just gonna sit in it and like watch (laughs) sad movies and be sad it's like no you gotta work through it you gotta do the adult shit exactly but honestly Sometimes that that energy of like being angry and frustrated is like I hate it so much that I feel this way that I just really like get into what it is I'm doing out of frustration and then I kind of get bored of feeling that way and then I get over it but without even realizing. But I don't think it's a healthy way to deal with it. I mean, I have no choice. I have to do what I what it is that I have to do. I have to do my homework, right? I have to read all these assignments however much I hate it and however much I wish that I just could do something that I actually enjoy, I don't have that luxury in that moment. So this is my only alternative. So I'm going to feel my feelings and I'm going to be frustrated 
and then eventually it goes away without even realizing and then i'm all good you know what i always tell people when you know this is a conversation that i've had throughout my life like this is something pretty common but i always tell people you have to be stronger than your strongest feelings just think about it for a second you you're all in your feelings but those are just like i don't want to say it's just in your head but it is but it really is if you just get up for me i don't know like i get over shit pretty fast i don't know if that's good or bad would you agree with that yeah definitely faster than me it already happened it is what it is now it's actually like my choice do i want to cry for a whole week because nothing will change yeah time doesn't wait for you the days doesn't wait for a you a lot of things that you're upset or the mad week, at are yeah. not in your control yeah the week just keeps going so if you're going to be sad from monday to friday the world is just going to continue nobody cares yeah so you're either going to do that and waste the whole week or you're just going to get up and say you know what this is in the past I know where I am. I know, you know, I know who I am. I know what I'm capable of. I know what I want to do. I know what my future is. I know what my or what my vision is, and I'm just gonna focus on that because that's what actually matters. All this shit with like people dating and rejection. There's so many people you're gonna meet in your life. If you're 21 and somebody just broke up with you, you could be single for the next 10 years and find someone at 30 or 31, and that's just gonna be your life partner forever. Yeah. Like I don't know. That's just like a. It's not even an extreme example. This is a real example. Yeah. There's, you're, gonna, you're always going to meet new people. Yeah, you're right. That's it. And if you want to be sad for a week, be sad for a week, but you have to get over it. Yeah. No, you're right. And I do sometimes have that thought in my head because I get like, I, I like to feed off of like the anger. Like when I'm angry, it's like I can't wait for some other shit to make me even more angry. Like, it's like, oh, I can't wait. Like, of course some other shit is happening right now. Mm. It's kind of like that. I get in that, like, kind of self-destructive to where, like, I just add more shit on top of it when I don't even have to. But but why do you do that? That's not good. Because it's satisfying for a reason. It's like, it's the same feeling. We're so opposite in that. Like Yeah. It's like like when you watch a sad movie or when you're sad, you want to listen to sad music. It's kind of similar to that. That that is the best shit ever. Yeah. So it's kind of similar to that, (laughs) but it's a little bit like... Like it just it's it's not the healthiest. Yeah. But um I do sometimes tell myself like, you know, you really don't have to do this. Like you can really right now, because whatever you're mad at, whatever you're sad at, whatever you're annoyed at, I have no control over changing that one thing that is making me feel this way. You sound just like me now. No, but I truly have been starting to think more like this. It hasn't worked yet, but (laughs) it has crossed my mind. Because it's what really I, hard to get out of that. Like you can't just can't just be like, okay, I guess I won't be sad anymore because I don't want to be sad anymore. And you're just not like it doesn't work like that. You can, but you can. I just it's it's I don't know. It doesn't work for me like that. Like I if I'm like, mad at something, like as soon maybe as soon as I'm like, you know what, fuck it, it's okay, it's okay. And then I remember what I'm mad at. I'm like, no, this is so annoying. <laughs> like I just can't get over it. Yeah, it's funny. Like, some people just need to sit. You know, when you're mad at something, you need to sit in it for a little bit longer. Even though you might actually already be over it. Yeah. Like, this would happen a lot with my sister. Like, we'd be mad at each other. And then mainly when we were younger and living together, you know, in the yeah. same house with our parents. And I always, I was always the one to get over shit the first. Yeah. 
So then I would walk over to her. And I know that she's not mad anymore, but she has to like. She can't admit. It's like that awkward, like in between. Give it five coming minutes. back together to each yeah. other. Yeah. So that's that. First, we have that too. We have that too. And you. It's so hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. Because we're both over it. But now it's about like admitting that I'm over the angriness that I felt or whatever, like interaction we had earlier. Yeah. It's like this kind of awkward, like. Did we have that a couple of days ago? We have that like sometimes. If I like overreact for some reason and you're like, yo, why are you like this? And I just want to like, I'm like sitting in my own eh. So then I get more into it and I'm like all snappy. And then we kind of had like, and like we just didn't, it wasn't like a flowy situation. So then we kind of are both like not settled, like not comfortable. Mm -hmm. And then maybe like 30 minutes later, we're both kind of over it. So it's about like who's going to, come to the other person first who, who does it first yeah who does it first it was a question oh who, oh who does it first i don't know i feel like it depends i feel like i do it most of the time i knew you're gonna say that but i do think that lately i've been coming back to and you. i'm proud of you for that you know i know and that's the thing this i can is, this see is it, growth right i can here. see it in your eyes that you're like you're happy that i i am finally able to just like be the first person to do you, admit. Do you sometimes know that i'm just waiting for you yeah you know, it's like an exercise. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like practice. <laughs> Oof, somebody said, what to do when you love someone more than they love you? You know, I always think that I love you more than you love me. Okay. But, I, but, but in my head, it's like it doesn't matter. Yeah, honestly, I'd much rather... I'd much rather love... I don't know. Maybe not. Wait. What I, I just say? I just want to go back to what I just said. Did that sound weird? No. <laughs> like, I, there's no way I can know exactly how much you love me. Yeah. And if it matches the same because way that I love no you. Because there's no way you can, like, measure love and, like, care. and Like, there's no number on it. Like, if yeah. love had a number, like, mine would be at 100. And you say you love me too, but... Is it the same hundred? <laughs> Anyways. But I don't know. But I do. Don't do anything about it. I Just, think it's. But you can definitely tell though when it has to be very um, specific where like you can clearly tell that you love that person more than they love you. Like I just think that for that like, like that person you, definitely is like they're saying that because they can truly feel that. But to com be completely honest. I wouldn't necessarily want to be with somebody that I can sense they love me more than I love them. I'd much rather love somebody more than they love me. <sighs> yeah. Personally. Same. Because Same. That's what I'm doing loving right now. someone <laughs> feels so good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, I know what you're saying. I don't want to feel like they want me more than I want them. Because then it's like they become annoying. Some <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> No, but some people love that. I don't know. That's just me. So what to do in this situation, I would just say, if you truly love that person, don't let... Unless it's like a problem. Yeah. Like if it's a distinct like difference of love and care, maybe. But I don't know. Like maybe ask yourself, it is a possibility that you're just really in your head about it yeah. too. Yeah. All right. This person said, recently broke up after eight years. I'm 23 years old, and I don't think I can ever find someone. 
Damn. Wait, they broke up after how long? After eight years, and she's 23 now, and she don't think she can ever find someone like that. Damn. I mean... Eight years, listen, I've never... First of all, that that's a long-ass time. Yeah, and when you're young, too. Yeah. Um, I think I think yeah. because you've been in this relationship for that long and you were that young, I think this is time that's really important for you to be like with yourself and really find out what is it that you want to do. Because essentially you grew up with this person. So if you're 23 now, let's do some math here. Since you were 15, you were with this person. So right before high school, all through high school and after college, you guys were together graduated or if that's the route you took right yeah you haven't really because that's the time where you actually find become yourself you, yeah so hmm i really think that you have to find out who are you without that person and think about why it's been eight years exactly because that's right that time where you um and i don't know if you guys went to college together or not but that's that's the time where you actually you know, leave the nest, kind of. When? When you go to college? When you're 22, 23, it's like you graduated. Oh, or, yeah. Or you're, whatever. Yeah, like you're becoming an adult. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know if you just had enough time individually to know what do you like? Yeah. What, what are your hobbies? Because it's very easy. It's like now that we've been in this relationship for how long we've been, it's like we have become a we. Yeah. You know, even though we're very much still individuals and we make it a point of like we do the things that we like but it also so happens that we actually like to do a lot of the same things and we like to we mm-hmm. just spend a lot of time together naturally yeah but i do think that in a way with time it's like you become and form a life with this person again naturally so now that this person is no longer in your life for whatever reason it's time for you to figure out what your life is going to look like just by yourself and you. And it's very important to figure out, like, maybe maybe you were doing things that you didn't necessarily like or agree with or whatever. I'm not saying that's the truth. But I'm just saying maybe. Like, it's time to do some self-reflection and figure out who you are alone. Yeah. And there's a lot of changes changes that happen between 15 and 23. Exactly. So that's what I mean. You were. It's very possible that you might have been influenced by that person in those very influential years and you didn't even realize it. Yeah. You know, until now, like, who knows? Yeah. All right. This person said, my ex-BFF has broken up with me three times since 2010. I'm not talking to her anymore, but she always tries to continue and calling and reaching out to me. What do I do? Mm, Okay. So I guess this is the other opposite. Because before we had... What do you do when you just don't want to? You just don't want to be this person's friend anymore? You should be... You should... It's your right to not want to. Yeah. Like, you know? And... Like, we always try to find excuses in the nicest way or how to not offend anybody. But, like, if I made it clear that I don't want to hang out with you or be your if friend I anymore... I clearly rejected you... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Honestly, block that person's number. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to go there. No, but I just think like, that... You know, I never blocked anyone ever in my life. I don't know if I have. I never blocked anyone. I've always been the one blocked and then unblocked, of course. I don't know. I feel like 
you have to make it a point to let this person know that you're no longer like you no longer align with them and what they do because you obviously you clearly both know like why you're no longer friends so just say that again and then just make it clear be like be real you know yeah and yeah all right this person said how to get over that ex-boyfriend who always wants to come back in my life Ooh. He's my ex, but he always wants to come back. For what? Mm. Um. Wait, wait, wait. She said how to get over that. So you already so over. So she's, she's already over. Like, are, you, are you asking how to make them stop? No, no, no. I think she's asking how to stop myself from letting them come back into my life. Okay, because she didn't say they actually get back in it. Oh. She just said. The ex-boyfriend <laughs> who always wants to come back. Okay, yeah. So, you know what it is? It's always, it's always Don't that ex. Don't let him ex. come back. No, 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 no. She's saying, how can I stop letting myself let him get back into my life? Like, he wants to get back into my life. And and I'm assuming this girl is basically saying that she often lets him get back into her life. Mm, even though she knows that she shouldn't. So it's like, how do I? I know that's the thing. Girls always have. Okay, that's not exactly what she said, but let's assume. Okay, let's assume that's what she said. That's my interpretation, and I've heard like many girls always have that one ex that somehow is always like, is always like coming back to spend the night. They can kind of come back into your life like at any time. Kind of. That's crazy. I personally don't have that, but I know that. Better not have that shit. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but that's definitely a thing that girls do, and that girls have. Uh, and so why why do you why do you guys do that? I mean, yo, if I have an ex, because n- sometimes no it's like back. sometimes it's not so much like it's I don't know how to explain it. Yo, if you're my ex, you're my ex, and that's it. Yeah, but if you're single and they're single, and one night you just need some, and that shit is good, then you know you act like there's no other people in the world. Yeah, but you already know them, and you already have a connection that you had before, and like things like that. Yeah, I've never done that, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm basically talking as if like you girl like keep this ex. No, I'm just kidding. Um. So what what you do, right? You just basically tell them, listen, I don't want to do this anymore, and you're my ex for a reason. Bye. Yeah, and that's it. We don't know what happened, so yeah. it's kind of, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. This person said, what to do when family rejects you because of different politics? Mm. What to do when family... All right, this doesn't happen in my family, so I don't know. Uh, this happens in my family sometimes. And yeah, but have you been rejected? Like, have you been... That's really deep. Like... Or do you not get as deep in it to get to? No, the no, no. Point? It's not that. My family definitely gets deep. You've seen it firsthand. I would definitely say we just never like just because we don't agree on something. Okay, yeah, we might get like really frustrated, like to the point where everybody's yelling and stuff like that, and it gets kind of not nice and shit. <laughs> it's not nice. Um, but it doesn't. We don't take it to the point where like I'm literally rejected. Like it's it doesn't get to that extreme. I think that's pretty extreme. I mean, they really must have to have like some strong views. Yeah, that are like really, really, really the opposite of So I don't know what to do. I mean, I've heard stories of people getting rejected by family, especially like the last couple of years with everything that's been going on. And some people actually don't even talk to their families anymore. I'm not saying that's what you should do. 
But some people, if your parents are, for example, right? If your parents are racist and you're the kid and you think it's so messed up, which it is. I know many people who don't speak to their parents anymore because of that. Yeah. Or who simply keep like a very cordial. Like dad, you're racist and I think that's fucked up. And if you keep talking like this, I'm moving now and that's it. And And I would probably do that. Yeah. If I was if I was the kid of a racist person. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Just cuz your parents again doesn't mean that they're perfect yeah. and shit and Right. Yeah. Somebody said, "How do you politely reject someone because this generation only knows about ghosting?" <laughs> All right, let's talk about ghosting for a second. I've never ghosted. Cuz ghosting is a rejection. I've never ghosted anyone ever in my life. And I might have like one person. Why? Why can't you just yo? I'm so like Actually, I can call someone and say, "Hey, listen, this is not working out, okay?" And because ghosting is, I feel like I'm the type of person who needs closure too. Yeah, like I need closure. I'm not yeah. the type of guy to be like, "Oh, you know what? This happened." I like to know what happened because I hate having like that bad blood with with people. Like yeah. I love to just even if we disagree. Hey, listen, I said I said A, B, C, and D because of this and that yeah and then this is what they answered and that was it and then they tell me well i said this because of that and whatever it at least i know for me it's just really important for the other person to know why i did what i did or why i said what i said yeah 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 i get that because i can't have you out there just walking around thinking that like yoni is like some fucked up dude like i need you i needed to like i need you to know from me not from anybody else yeah that's it yeah i get it i think this generation is obsessed with ghosting because it's an easy way out it's almost it's also like trendy like oh i ghosted her yeah or like i got ghosted like it's a thing for sure that's fucked up yo if you ever ghosted someone you gotta like grow up a little bit i hate that shit yeah i think i ghosted someone but kind of not like i kind of just stopped responding that's a ghosting no because we had already we had <laughs> no we had already established that i'm no longer interested in this and okay. i kind of i said what i said mm. and i said why i did what i said <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean and after that they kept trying to keep it going the conversation i was like you know what? i'm done with this shit so i stopped responding like mm. i said my piece after they already had said theirs but they kept wanting to say theirs okay so then i was over it okay but there's a different type of ghosting to where like you talking and you think that everything is good. There is yeah. no disagreement. Yeah. And one morning you just text them and they don't respond. And they never do again. But you see them on social media. Yeah. You see them posting, but they're not answering to your text. That's the definition of ghosting. Yeah. You know. I've um, never done that. I will never do it because I'm just, I don't I've know. never been ghosted myself. Have you ever been ghosted? Mm, I got catfished before. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's something completely different. Yo, I got catfished. Until this day, I don't know if I don't know if that was actually catfish. Are we, are we going to have another story right now? Please. Okay. I have to tell you this okay, story because this is crazy. We're going to end it on this story, okay? Okay. This was maybe 2012, 13. Oh, like early social media days. Yes. I found this girl on Instagram. And her name was Riley. <laughs> okay. Riley, if you're listening to this shit, I really thought you were a real person. 
might have been. And okay, you found her on Instagram. She lived in LA. Oh, okay. And I was like, okay, cool, you know. And she was very like, you know, pretty. And I was like, and I looked through all of her photos. She looked real. Okay. So we started texting. And then we got on the phone a couple of times. She had a cute voice and shit. I was like, wow, I like this girl. Over time, I'm starting to catch feelings oh, for this person that I never met before, right? Wait, you started DMing each other? Yeah, we started DMing each other. and Maybe DM wasn't a thing at the time. I don't and remember. then she was telling me she was telling me things about like the guy that she was seeing at the time. This is over the phone. Oh. We never FaceTimed. Oh. <laughs> of course, okay. So... She tells me, yeah, this guy did this and all that. So I'm like, well, you know, I was always just there to... I just love talking to this person. Yeah, okay. But I, in my mind, I always had a doubt, like, is this person real or not? But after literally a year of just talking like this, I almost kind of like in a weird way... You talked for that long? We talked for maybe like 10 months. What? We were friends. And this is a person, she would send me photos of her, right? And after maybe like the sixth month or whatever, we started like flirting a little bit. Mm. And I can't, I can't believe I never told you the story. I don't think you told me the story. And she would, um, she would be like, you know, Yoni, why haven't we ever tried to be a thing? And I was like, well, I mean, you know, you dating these people and i'm just i'm just also we haven't never met in we never life. met we never facetimed so anyways so then you know we we started flirting a little bit and she started sending me like some some photos you know and i was like you know there was one day where she sent me a photo and if and i felt like it wasn't her no oh, okay that was the first time i was like oh please no because at this time I was already connected to this person. Yeah. Have you watched have you ever watched the show Catfish? Yeah, I have. <laughs> I understand how they feel when when they finally drive to the house and they're scared mm-hmm. and they just hope it's actually that person. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so <sighs> wow. Wait, so she back. sent you a photo but it didn't look like her? And you know why I, f- I, I, I didn't think it was her? Because she had a tattoo on her wrist, but she ne- never had one. But, but, maybe she... but the photo with the wrist didn't have her face on it. I don't know if she... I don't know. Like, I just felt like you this is someone You just felt in that moment you were like... Yeah, but then later, a couple of days later or weeks later, I gave maybe the same photo or, or not the same photo, but just maybe a different photo where it shows her arm and that tattoo is not there. And she said, oh, I just took this. Like, what do you think about these clothes? Just some random text and the oh, tattoo was not oh, there. Oh, was it like on Snapchat? Did you guys Snapchat a lot or something? It was Snapchat. It was a uh, what was a uh, what was the other app called? Kick. Oh my God, Kick. Yeah, it was on that shit. And even though I had doubts, I kind of ignored it because I was like, "Man, do I? What do I do?" Yeah. Because it was actually fun talking to this person. Yeah, like it was still a real person, obviously that you're talking to, but you just didn't know if it was like the person that you saw in those photos. Yo, it's so crazy to think back. It's crazy because cause you have no idea. If it was I have no idea. And I don't know what happened over the years. We just kind of stopped talking. But honestly, I feel like if you had talked for that long, it wouldn't be unreasonable to like want to FaceTime. 
I think I tried to FaceTime one day and then she said, I, I can't FaceTime right now. I'll call you back when I get home or something. Yo, babe, we used to talk a lot. Damn, that's crazy. And I even told her, Riley, if you ever change your number, like give me your email to where I can like reach back out because I wanted this friendship or whatever it was. Damn, you were in it. I was. And it was so weird. And I never told anybody because everybody would tell me, Yoni, you're getting catfished. But maybe I wasn't. But I may- just- <laughs> maybe you weren't. Yeah. But then again, why would somebody not want to FaceTime? And I kind of let it, I kind of, I didn't force it because I was kind of attached and I was like. You don't, you didn't want to ruin it. I didn't, I didn't even, I almost didn't even care who it was. Oh my God. Yo, this is crazy. That is crazy. I can't believe you never told me the story. Yo, and I don't know where she is, this person. I don't even have their Instagram. I was about to say, can we pull it up? I don't. I don't have it. I don't have shit. But it was so crazy because we would talk every night for a long ass time. Wow. And I honestly think I was catfished. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. But hey, I mean, you still had a connection with that person, whoever they were. But that's, it's it's like really... Um, it's really weird because you really have no idea who was behind it's it. It's really weird because that person had a real voice. This person was a real person. Yeah. And I'm just thinking like... I'm just I can't I can't help but think about the show how it's always a person who is alone who needs somebody to be there. They obviously didn't have anybody in their life. Wow, yeah. I had a whole social life with my other friends. Yeah, it always like they always showed on TV as like this really like sad person that's yeah. also like very different than that person that they showed exactly. to become. Oh man, I should have called those guys from from Catfish and and figure some shit out. Yeah, you'd have been on. What was it on MTV? MTV what was this the guy named Nick? I'm, yeah, I think something like that. Neve oh Nov. God. Oh yeah, <laughs> actually, I think it was some Neve Nov guy. Yeah. Anyways, oh, um, shit. all right, y'all. Well, that was the story we're gonna end it on because yeah, we've been was, here a minute. Don't um, get don't get catfished, you guys. But I feel like that's like a 2012. 13 yeah, I thing. feel like. It's kind of hard to do that now. Like, it's much easier to spot. I feel like people are just smarter now. Well, people also just don't talk for that long on, like, the internet. Like, people will meet. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't catfished, okay? Maybe not. Maybe I wasn't. But you know what's funny? Just one last thing. (laughs) What? After we haven't talked for a while, I started to miss that person. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because they're still like a real person. I, was like, I just think it's crazy fuck? that you've never met. I was like, where the fuck is this person? I don't know who you are. I just always attached her face to the conversations. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Which was like this very like, we- oh my God, this is so weird. So <laughs> weird to think about. But anyways, I'm not saying that I miss her now. I don't even know who that is. But that's just like a time in my life where I was just very caught into some shit i don't know damn anyways um this was the end of it i know i had like one too many you had like four stories this episode but hey i embraced it yeah yeah um but yeah guys we hope that i don't know i'm like tired now (laughs) i mean that's always every episode like i feel like so drained especially i don't know if we ever said this but every episode after we finish it's like i don't yoni and i don't talk to each other for like the next hour yeah like right now it's the end of the day it's over yeah like i'm gonna we're gonna hit like stop and then i'm gonna go like make dinner and yoni's (laughs) gonna like edit the podcast and we're not gonna talk for 
like a while. If you made it to the end of this podcast, I just want to give you a shout out. Thank you so much for listening, yeah, for yeah, sharing, yeah. putting those shout outs, for you know following the IG page if you haven't already. It's in the bio in the description. Um, yeah, you know, shout out to everybody. Just you know, driving around, walking with your dog. If you're listening with your boyfriend, if you're listening with your mom, with your dad. Oh, someone said the other. Their parents listen to the podcast. Stop. Yeah. Oh my god. Also, let's give a shout out to that person that fell asleep to listening to the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> so funny. You know, sometimes when like there's like parents listening to this shit, I feel like like I have to like be more mature on this podcast. Yeah. Like real professionals listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I'm a lawyer and uh, I listen to your podcast and uh, no, anyways. I have a couple notes. No anyways y'all i hope that um you enjoyed today's episode and as always why do you always have that outro voice shit so do you okay i don't yeah you do damn all right (laughs) y'all we'll see you guys here next week bye